We're recording. All right, go ahead. Continue on. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, am I not black enough? Because I grew up in a, in a predominantly white neighborhood as the only black kid. And I've always been a proud black person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've always been proud of being black. But then there was things where I was like, I don't understand or identify with that. And I don't want to like agree that that, is, that you have to act a certain way. You know, like even so, when we talked about this in dating, it's like, I don't want to subscribe that this is how you have to act, you know, because we talk about individualism and, and, and being whatever you want to be, but then somehow you have to be grouped in a whole group, you know, like, and I, and I honestly, like, I laugh at stereotypes. Like sometimes I sit here, I only laugh because like, who made this, this rule and why do we stick with it? You know? Like, let's go ahead and keep this role. Let's go ahead and be like, okay, you know, yeah, you, you gotta play basketball, like, dude, you know what I'm saying? That or football, you know? Where do you think that comes from? Like, who put that in in the the sphere of because that's a that's a stereotype, and it's like uh it's just how did it get to become that is always fascinating to me. Cause is it part media, is it part culture you know whatever it is that that, you know what i mean like i don't know how that just circulates and it becomes normal and it continues to be pressed like you know filipino people post office nurses you know chinese people a chinese restaurant or a doctor uh korean people uh fish and chips and uh you know taekwondo you know what i mean like (laughs) and that's so funny that damn, because I'll go to a fish and chips and like, like I can tell that the Korean just be based off of like, oh, hello, Marker. Like, that's they, how they say my name, Marker. And I like, and you, like, you know, like, you can tell, kind of tell the different race. I may not be able to tell by the eyes or the facial, right? And then that may sound racist, but I can definitely tell by the dialect and how they talk. That's pretty good. I mean, you know to be saying? honest, but you've been living in California a while. Being in California, you do get your variety of Asian people. So through the years, yeah. you're able to, you know, pick up something along the way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like because because you, you you know you have. I mean, I can't do it right now because I wouldn't I wouldn't know right now. But I know when it happens. Like like the difference between like the Viet- Vietnamese and how they, uh, you know, uh, talk. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, to, language to for like, sure is very different. Yeah, obviously Filipino because they don't yeah. say f. No. <laughs> it's the Filipino, you know. It's like, well, they always speak this broken English. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean English, English. I mean they they speak good English. It's just if you have an accent, it'll be pretty noticeable. But for the most part, of all the Asians that are like fresh Asians on the countryside, Filipino people talk really good English. I mean, even if you go to the country, everybody talks English. Well, yeah, they, they're teaching teaching you English, but a lot of a lot of times it's the uh, it's the f's. That yeah. the Filipinos don't pronounce, <laughs> which it's is interesting. It's like a, it's always yeah. a P, and it's just and, 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 it, and it makes me laugh for some reason. I don't know. It just it just like like you're Filipino, but it's like a Filipino, like know. you know, like that. It's funny to it's funny to poke fun at it. In my opinion, I think it's fucking hilarious. And you know what? Sometimes you know what I, mean? I I gotta be like, well, and you know, there's this girl, there's this girl that uh that at my dialysis thing, and she happens to be Hmong, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I was telling her, I like I said I said, are you I said, are you Vietnamese or are you Hmong, right? Mm. And she's like, Hmong, how could you tell? And I was like, your name is this, right? But her name is like kind of a hooder name. Like, and I was like, most Hmong people I know are hood, like, like in America, are somehow hood, like gangster, like they'll, they'll like, I'll, oh, for I'll sure. fuck you up. And yeah. they're, 
the girls and the men are just thick, right? They are thicker. Very not, nourished. And not like the black thick where you're like, ooh, look at that booty. I'm just saying, like, they're just the bigger set people. A bigger Just Asian. like you would say, like, Samoan or Tongan people, right? Yes. Yeah, they're, right? they have they have a different uh, body type. From yeah, normal, body type from, from other Asians. Part, yeah, for the most unique. part, they're thicker. You're, yes. They're thicker, right? Yeah. Like, so you, you, it's like, it's kind of a mixture of, like, you look, you're, you're paler, but you, you got, like, because even Filipino girls are kind of thick, depending on which ones, right? Got the little thicker side. Yes. So it's like, you got that, and then you, you, you just you kind of walk around like you're about to, like, beat someone up. You know what I'm saying? Like a, <laughs> like a, like a, like a linebacker or whatever, right? Yeah. And, but, but I say that because, and, and whoever's here is going to be like, this dude's racist. But I told her, uh, I was like, that's what we are. She was, she was, she was laughing, and I was like, I was like, and, and, it's like how I approach that and, you know, and say racial questions. One, I'm black, so I get away with it a little bit more for some reason. Right. And then Especially two right is because I because how I approach it, knowing of the culture and having experience of the culture, you understand how to get in between of telling these jokes without being completely social or a racist or or insensitive to the culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Why is that when you're when you're black and I'm not black, obviously, but when you're black and you notice something like that, like that hasn't been the case the whole time. Right. Or am my, I, I, fucked up, I fucked up. My idea is just that we're black and nobody wants to be black. So we're like, oh, yeah, let's, 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 let's say whatever. But uh, is that, he's black already. So he's already got it. Bad. Is it because, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it like the title for most uh, oppressed? Like black America, people are the top. I, I, yeah, in America. I say, yeah. I would say I would say in America, yeah, because nobody like I like I I don't know if I told you this before or we said this before, but my, my thought process is like at the end of the day, no one in America wants to be black. You know what I'm saying? They they're like, hey, we'll do all this stuff, but at least we ain't niggas in this uh, this country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they know, like, like I, I've I've made a probably racist statement, but I said most other cultures are trying to fight. From being at the bottom and this is why you'll see a lot of usually the first generation they don't want their kids to date a black person you're okay with dating a, a white person all, all cultures right because they it don't is. want your kid they don't want your kid to they don't want to be the bottom it's like it's, it's already hard enough but they when they're coming to this world they already know the history between black and white you know and they already know that like yo Let's, like we're not we're, at least we're not them so just go ahead and do what you got to do you know and i'm and i'm assuming you know i don't know everything but do what you got to do yeah. and and play good with these people so you can become successful you know while the black culture is like no we've been here for years fuck that mm. you know what i'm saying well for the most part I, i'm you know i'm over exaggerating but oh for sure it's just opinion know? we're just talking shit i agree i it is it, it's interesting because i'm thinking in my head like who's second place? If black people are the most oppressed people, who's in second place? I mean, it depends, but I would say Mexican right now. And I only say that just because like even in that culture, you'll have some who are like who are like very pro, you know, Mexican culture, and then some that'd be like, I don't want to associate with, you know, the racial terms that they call them. I will never call Mexican the racial term, but you know, and some of them are like, no, I don't want to associate with that. No, you go over there, you, you, you know, whatever. And I'm just sitting there like, wow, mm. you know, and, uh, and mm. even them are, are they're, they're like, you know, and I say that because like, you know, for a while people were like, 
the the detriment to society was a downfall because the Mexican workers are coming here and taking up all American quote unquote jobs. It was like, what job are you arguing about? The like the field worker stuff. If and I'm not trying to be racist, but the field worker stuff that like most of the people who are here that happen to be white feel too valued. Like that, you know, this is my opinion. Like, don't fight, don't knock someone for their their uh you know, trying to take care of their family, not the people who are trying to play them below wages because they know, because they know they're exploiting them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But that's that, was my, that was my whole look. But I also have a very, like, I have a very respectable heart for Mexican people. Mm. You know, like my, some of my mom's good, my, one of my, my mom's good friends that I love her to death. Uh, someone I grew up with, you know, for 30 plus years, who was like a brother to me. And I'm like, I, I grew up around Mexicans. My aunt, who passed away years ago, was, is Mex- was Mexican. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's not, I'm not going to, you know. I've never, like, I, I guess I had issues when I was in El Centro. Had a couple of Mexican kids throw rocks at me, but for some reason, I'm just like, that's those kids, and I don't think it's all Mexicans, you know, or anything like that. Oh, that's just infuriating right there. I hate that shit. Yeah, they called me the M word, Mayate, which is, uh, you know, a term for nigger. God and, damn it. And, and they were throwing rocks at me, and I'm sitting there like, what the heck, you know, yeah. and try to pick on me. And, was, and, and being El Centro, being one of probably eight black kids in the all of El Centro, you know, saying I'm over exaggerating, but it's like yeah. you're sitting there, okay. And I never really got mad. Like I, I just looked at it as those people, right? Mm-hmm. Th- those is. kids. Yeah. Right. Because my experience with Mexican families has never been that way. Mm-hmm. Now I will say, if I'm speaking freely, I've had more anger towards white people because I've had multiple experiences of racism more than Mexican families, you know? Mm. So I'm quicker to judge that. And that's also partially because of the history of it and constantly being fed that, you know, good, good, bad or indifferent, you know? So, which makes me think about other psychological things that I have to issues that I might not realize that I do, you know, but we all do, man. We all do. I think about this shit all the time. Cause I, I think about like, there was this idea like I was reading about from Marcus Garvey mm-hmm. and he was a nationalist. Like he was like, a, um, or not nationalist, I guess, uh, like he was a black nationalist, I guess is what they call it. I want to like say he was want to say, go back to Africa, right? Uh, well, like create businesses in Africa and build the, the line between here and like Liberia. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause he was over here, like, look, here's how we do the, the situation. We, you know, we use America for capitalism. Like we build our own brand, but we support each other and that's how we become more, you know, uh, we don't look for equality. We, we earn that shit. Like we just create our own, you know, uh, economic network. So then when we, you know, do work with other cultures, we're at that same status, you know, black owned, black this. He was the guy that was uh, working on getting a, like the, a boat, 
like a, a liner, like a, a fleet, uh, black owned everything. You know what I mean? But then that thing kind of the history of him is interesting. But when he said that, because he was like, yo, I support KKK just because, you know, that's that's what white people do. And black people do this and so on and so forth. And once we become economically strong and we become a force is when now we, you know, are in equal in the playing field of whatever this game is. Oh, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, right? like because uh, uh, I mean, I something like I that. I ain't a historian, but it, you know, yeah, just I think something African like American that. history in a, like it's been a while, like years. Like, I mean, I mean, it's twenty twenty one. We it, we're about to have a twenty year high school reunion, you know. And I took this when I was in oh. in, in two thousand two or something, right? The African American history class, and I, I just remember there was a part where he one of the people wanted separation because they were saying like. That because of the oppression and anger made you make made you better, right? Like one person's ideology was about like, no, oppress us because you know what we're gonna do? We're just gonna out show you. We're gonna fucking be better, mm-hmm. you know. And that was one extreme, you know. And who knows? But that was one extreme of of the idea of why that person did, you know, wanted it that way. And I wanted to say it was probably Marcus Garvey, but I also remember like the Back to Africa movement and everything like that. Um, I re re look up my history on it, yeah, but yeah, yeah I just been I just been on uh, I've been listening to a, you know some people break down his philosophies and kind of the history with W. E. B. Du Bois and Du Bois, yeah, yeah, all that whole thing. Um, atomic bomb. See, this is funny. I referenced you before uh, when I was talking. I do it a couple times actually, only because the song. Um, what's that song? You dropped the bomb on me. Yeah, that shit reminds me of you because he used to sing that. Or there was a moment in our childhood where you'd sing it. The hell out of that song. That's what I'm saying. And you would you would sing it. But that was one of my like least favorite songs when I'd be listening to like uh, old school music, and I'd be like, "Ah!" But now learning about the history of that song, it's it's a it's a pretty cool ass song because they talk about the whole um, Black Wall Street, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, ending because that was a uh, was that Greensboro I think North Carolina or was it? That was Oklahoma. I, I don't remember. I have to look it up. But Black Wall Street was like either Oklahoma or like somewhere around. Yeah, there. okay, somewhere around. That. Like I said, I don't know my shit like that to the T. But that song is about that because the idea was that there was you know, and I I don't know the full story, but that place was specifically like torn down, like bombed, firebombed. Yeah, I didn't even things. know that's what the song was about. That's what I'm saying, but it's so funny that you just used to sing that, and it rings in my head because when I listen to the song, I remind you as like we just got done playing like 19 games of 21, and you yeah, just and sing I, it. you I, dropped the bomb off. I was like, <laughs> like I think I, if I if I want to say how I remember it is that I used it as a shit talking tool. Like yes. I just I just beat it, beat you guys. I just dropped the bomb on yeah. me, <laughs> like, baby. Like I was just like thinking. I was like that's how many games like, you won because that shit stuck in my head, bro. <laughs> That's so, that's so, oh my God. But yeah, that's, cert- that's certainly back. Because like, it's like, dude, why was I such a uh, I? That shit was cool, man. I'll tell you something afterwards when we're done. But it's like, yeah, I I was such a like, I guess maybe oppressed from family and love that I just had to talk so much shit. 
No, but that's just how it is. That's how it is. Like playing ball. I don't know how they. I mean, maybe it's just our little world that we were in. But we would talk so much shit. I just remember like losing my shit every time. Like I know so much. Like I knew. I knew. Like at that time, I knew like how to get under your skin a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. like at that time. And I always said it because I hated when people did that to me. Mm -hmm. I was ready to fight, but. You know, like like you said, hurt people like to hurt others, right? Yeah. And so it's like I felt like at one point I was like, you know what? I've been taking these ass whoopings, so I'm gonna give it to someone else. You know what I'm saying? That's how the chain of command works. (laughs) But like, I I don't think we we ever we ever fought or anything like that because one of the things that our mutual friend brought up to his new girlfriend was like, yeah, we fought at Headlands. It's like, damn, we're still bringing this shit up. (laughs) I'm still like, <laughs> like I don't even know. But like you said, the drop the bomb on, like, oh, and I and I even God. told his new girlfriend, I was like, yeah, it was some racist ass shit. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, he punched me and I got in trouble. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, you know, that's I, so. I even forget about that. That's so funny you bring that up. Because because I was like I was talking trash or whatever. Like I said something like next, I and mean, he got mad. He got hella mad about it. That's all I remember. It was like, what are you mad about? And Racist. Then he punched me, and then I sat there. I was like, what the hell? And I was like, you're in trouble. You're gonna go home. And I'm like, but he punched me. And then then that's when I started crying because I'm like, how do I get in trouble when somebody punched me? That sounded like a Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> but, but see, and that's why, and that's why, like when I talk about like some animosity towards, you know, white people, yeah. it's just like, that's how I felt a lot. It was like, I didn't even do any wrong, but I got in trouble. Mm. Blame the black kid. You know what mm. I'm saying? That's how I felt. Is a reality? I don't know. You know, that means reality to me, but if you ask other people, it might've been that way, you know? And that's why even when I slid into first and everybody's like, Oh my God, it's like, I'm not, I'm, you know, and it doesn't that's a lot to deal say. with. That's a lot to deal with. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I definitely wasn't in that position. But that's why I was like, ah, oh, you know, that's that's it's a lot to think about. I mean, I would think at that age too, because if you're trying to process this in your mind, I mean, you know, and we were, you know, media or we were TV kids, you know, TV video yeah. game kids. So we're like our heads buried in slam magazines or playing ball, watching games, you know, kicking it. Uh, that's what we did. So trying to process you know the world and these kind of things happening like that shit's confusing as fuck i would think that shit's confusing because you're like well what the fuck this is just what i'm doing like why is it because i'm black you start questioning yourself at that age like that's that's pretty heavy you know what i mean at least that's what i think yeah i mean i I think i was always cognizant of certain things you know Mm -hmm. i don't know why i just was like kind of like you know cerebral on certain things looking around what's going on and sometimes too cerebral where I, I, I dig a hole in my thoughts, right? But, like, I, I, I do, like, when you said that, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner, right, coming up, and I just remember thinking to myself when we brought that up about being Black during that time, all I wanted to do was be accepted, right? Mm. And I just, and I say that because I remember Valentine's Day not getting Valentine's cards from girls that I like, and somehow everyone other, like, the Black dudes didn't really get the love from the girls there. You know what I'm saying? Who else was in that class that was black? Uh, well, that's probably me. Only me or Marcus Cameron. The other uh, Marcus. Marcus Cameron. But who was in our class? There must have been another black dude. Well, it was only other. It was like maybe I remember at the time it was like two to three black people in a classroom. You know, uh, that is even though we were diverse. 
Yeah, there's yeah, so many. It was like movies. it was like mainly, you know, you had you had uh Shawnees, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Shawnese. Shots and then uh, and then he had me, and then I want to say, ooh, you know what? There there were probably two or three other because I forgot you had Chanel. Chanel, Mick, yeah. Mick Chanel, you know what I'm saying? Shots out Chanel. And then you had uh I can't think of his name. Byron Bri- 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 now that Man, now you got a good ass I, memory, you got a good ass memory. Say, no, 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 Breland. I, no, 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 it's not Breland. I'm tripping. Breland, Breland too. Like I knew Breland for a while, but I think he was there too. Was he? Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. So now that I look, but I feel like our class it was like eight black people to a class of forty or something like that. Yeah, you know, but no, our class like was I, like twenty five, bro. I don't know, but uh, I this like one trying to put I, forty I, on it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like it was lower than that, but they're like. I, I didn't get the I didn't get the love I didn't get the love but then again I was a jerk but then you know? again you're in fifth grade motherfucker none of us knew about shit <laughs> we were trying I to figure not. that shit out I mean maybe I mean maybe I was right back then I was like sliding the first on these bitches but that's what fucks with your mind as a young as a youth you know what I mean we try our shit at that age like imagine just trying you're just trying to do shit I don't know how shit works either yeah it's it's, it's you it's say like, that and I and I was just bringing that up about like not just youth but like. You know, when you express certain things, right? There's certain the reason that you can't sometimes people can't express their feelings or how they feel about certain things is because through their life, when they did, something happened that oppressed the feeling, right? So it makes you feel like you can't say anything. So sometimes, you know, when you break that barrier with with your girl, you're like, Okay, I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say. But in prior relationships, you might say something and it might have been how you really felt. And that girl will flip out and never talk to you again, you know. That's why you never say shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You don't. You like. You don't like. And then you learn like not to say stuff. But then, uh, but then like, so you don't really say how you think. And then what happens sometimes, depending on who you are, you know, sometimes you go on a podcast and you and you express that, you know. That's you true. express that about your 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 significant other, and then you know it looks like you're talking shit about the significant other, and you're like, and you're like, well, I I would I would have loved to express that to with you, but I've been conditioned to not say anything about this, you know. Yes, that's how it works, right? <laughs> am I am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, or that I... is the correct way. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like throughout life, you're, we're just trying to fucking figure it out. That's why when we listen to those R&B songs, I do understand the distaste because listening to it, you're like, who the fuck says this to people? Like that is so scary. Like to come to the girl, girl, you everything to me. Like who the fuck? No one says that shit. You must be crazy. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like no, that like shit don't work. But that's what I'm saying. So, but that's why you're trying to figure it out. That's why being young. I mean, you know. But that, those are the those are the things I think. You know, at least, uh, you know, boys go through to a certain extent. Uh, you know, trying to figure that out. Uh, you know, because we're what like fucking ten years old, nine, ten, eleven, at that age. Uh, yeah, about about to be ten or eleven. We you don't know, know shit. We're trying our hand at romance. All but that's know, what I'm all saying. You know is, all you know is the Green Ranger is lit. Oh shit! Yeah, Green Ranger. Green Ranger was was lit. Like, yo, that's the best martial arts fucking artist. Hey, right can you believe Power Rangers lasted this long? It was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. I remember like being a fan of martial arts and like, and somehow prior to the internet, I knew about. I I just by watching it, I knew that they cut and paste something from Japan over here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I knew that. I just knew that it's like this looks so 
and maybe it's because the kung fu movies and the cinematography from it looks similar yeah. and i was like this is so like b-rated that they're cutting us together and trying to play us and then they're really trying to play us because that's literally voltron yeah live action voltron you know what i'm saying it was ahead of its time in my opinion but you could tell because the fight scenes were insane you're like damn the fuck <laughs> these motherfuckers is real <laughs> martial arts <laughs> <laughs> Back to racial stuff. Why did the Black Ranger have to have that that axe gun? <laughs> yeah, right. Like 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 the Black Ranger, and he had to dance. It was just like it was like a walrus or some shit. Like it was like like like. <laughs> Oh, oh man, it's so so funny! Like, oh my god! Hey, but it's yeah. still around. It's a strong. Who would have ever thought that that shit would have lasted until now? That's twenty plus years, thirty years almost. Dude, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know, man. But kids love it, and I get it because, like, it's just simple. That's why we loved it. It's simple. Yeah, Motherfuckers just, is trying to fight bad I, guys. I, here <laughs> and say I loved it. I love. I love Ninja Turtles. You know, I'm not gonna even lie. Love Ninja Turtles, and, but like Power Rangers. Now I did like I did like the Power Rangers when when like the White Ranger slash Red Ranger or uh, Green Ranger is there because I was like this dude is a beast. Like oh, you yeah. can tell he's a martial arts beast. You know, what Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Doe. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, man, the Black Ranger with a fucking axe, elephant, gun. Jeez, Louise. But yeah, Dude, so that's was, what like, reminded me Netflix, about that. It was, on, it was on Netflix, and I was watch, like at my old adult age, I was watching it on Netflix and just giggling to myself on how terrible it was, and I couldn't turn my eyes away, man. It's nostalgic, bro. It's just, like, and sometimes you walk, you go back and watch things, and you're like, "How did I ever like this?" That is kind of weird, but you know what I'm saying? You're like, "How it. did I ever even enjoy all this stuff?" Because how new it was, we forget the context when this stuff's introduced to us. Because before that, we're only watching, you know, say by the bell reruns and shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> but when that shit came out, uh, uh, like, Kelly Kapowski or something. Oh yeah, Kelly Kapowski, Lisa Turtle. What's up, Lisa? Yeah, Lisa Turtle, man. Hey, shout out to her. She was a rich black girl living in Beverly Hills or in L.A., wherever that was based out of, and she was a black female from a rich family kudos yeah kudos. And you're like exactly like super kudos yeah man she was the original stacy dash she was man and, and like lisa turtle and then it's so weird because I, I know i i am the way i am because of the things you like when you're younger i was always into the nerd dude like i always wanted to fix something like fixed. I remember when the ozone layer was a big deal. It's like I'm gonna fix the ozone. I wanted to be a science person. Mm. I love Donatello. You know, every fucking uh, nerd that was out there, I identified with. Uh, right. Unfortunately, I identified with Steve Urkel. It's like he's just whatever. And then you know, because he was black. He was, well, he was a black nerd, right? <laughs> you know, people say he's black. black. <laughs> Right, I'm like, why are you saying so? Like, you know, I don't know. You, I know you, you say that because I brought it up. It was like, you know, someone was like, oh yeah, what's going on, man? Yes, yeah, so you want to play basketball on the block? I'm like, Ugh. 
Like, even I feel offended by that. Why was I like, oh, my uh, Xbox is wow! <laughs> oh my God. It sounds so disgusting. That's not, it's not just racist. It's just black is just a very aggressive word. People don't know how to feel it about is. it. You know, it's not that it's racist. It's black it is. The black and the berry and the sweet of the juice. I know. The white rolls off the tongue. What's going on? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wash my white clothes. Like it's soothing. <laughs> yo, why does it break down like that anyways? Why is it white versus black? Like, yo, it's the skin colors are just like light tan and brown. Like that's what the really like if you well, go on the skin color. Well, some dark people from Africa are really dark. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm only my complexion because the because the because some some you know the old African milkman was dipping in the slave white or vice versa vice versa you know what I'm saying? Oh, the, the slave man was like was like let me go ahead and uh, give me some of this this berry juice right here you know like let me go ahead and get this black girl. Yeah, maybe you know? I asked you this before, but. Okay, you're you're like hella generations family. Your family's been here for hella generations, right? Yeah. Okay. But you've met you've met like African people before, like from Africa. Yeah. Like as in they were born there and came here or either first generation where they were born here to African parents. Something to that degree, right? Mm-hmm. How many similarities are there in differences? And do you identify like, yeah, like Africans? No. Like, okay, see, no, okay. I don't. And, and to be honest with you, most of the time I'm just like, oh, tell me about your culture, but there's nothing I identify with Africans, right? Uh-huh. I know, but but there is a part of me where I'm like, nigga, you black, so I still love you. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. I, at the same time, I'm like, like, you know, like for a while growing up too, you're you're black and you're angry. So when someone comes in Africa and you were like, at least I'm not an African booty scratcher. You're trying to make them worse. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to make them worse. But at the same time, that's like as I got older, I'm like, that's the origin. You know, I cannot hate on you. You're the original skin of what I am. You know what I'm saying? But you don't they, identify like, with it, though, right? Like you don't look I at don't them like I am you. Like I, I don't have no, I have no, like I have no ties because I've had an awareness. Is like, like, like I, I don't know if I told you years ago or uh, before. And I'm and I'm trying to use this as a reference. My grandpa on my mom's side, I've never recalled knowing him, right? Uh-huh. And when he died years ago, I didn't go to the funeral. My mom was like, why not? I was like, I don't know him, right? And so I'm able to be like, if I don't know you or I don't I don't identify, it's like we have nothing in common or in, yes, the skin, but it's like, okay, I get the skin, but at the same time, I have no clue about this this culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have no clue about any of this stuff. Uh-huh. I can't claim it. You know, I have a hard time claiming it. I'm claiming me as a young black man in America. Because that's what I know. Yeah. And I don't want to sit here and be that black person who's trying to search for self-identifying situations in America. Because I see this too. It's like, oh, well, I'm black in America, but I'm from Africa. So I'm attached to all the African culture stuff because, you know, that's where I come from. And it's like, but they don't remember, like, rudely as it sounds, they sold mm-hmm. probably your ancestors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't believe I don't believe that Christopher Columbus or or the not Christopher Columbus but other slave traders just 
snuck into Africa and was like, yoink, 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 yoink. I'm going to steal you while nobody's paying attention. Yeah, no. Nah. It was a trade. Yeah. And unfortunately, the people in Africa probably traded their capture, you know, of different cultures, you know? Mm-hmm. See, I agree with you there because that does seem weird. The idea of like just stealing people <laughs> in a lot of amounts, if that's the case. See, I'm even wiggly on that because I have this idea that I'm thinking the difference between Africans in Africa and Africans in America or African Americans in America, I would almost think that you guys were originally here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you go down to like David Ortiz. I make this kind of talking point all the time. David Ortiz is, you know, uh, Dominican. But when you look at him, you're like, you know, that's a brother. (laughs) Like, yo, that's. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, obviously the the, the slave trade went through all the Caribbean, all these places, you know, because like, Mm -hmm. like really like, you know, Jamaican people was like, well, you come from. You come from Africa. We're all we're all descendants of the same group, which is a lot of cultures anyway. Let's just be like, you know, when you look at, um, you know, like like from Vietnamese, Hmong, Chinese, like there's a lot of that in the Asian culture having descended from a, a certain family line or a bloodline, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with with like Jamaicans to Haitians to whatever is that they were traded, and then they whatever happened within that group created that group of people. You know, like I always I always think of like Mexican, right? Mexicans are like, and, and if I'm wrong for saying this and rude, I need to do my research. But I always thought like Mexicans are a mixture of Spanish and Native American people. You know, Native American people, but see, because in America it's definitely Native American and Spanish. But then you go like in Mexico, then you're like Aztecs in Spanish or Mayans in Spanish people. It's fascinating because it's like yeah, almost so two it, different it, histories. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then like, I think like also like Eskimo or people in those areas are of us of a similar offshoot. And it's kind of weird because it's like really they're darker considering. But now, you know, let me correct myself. Because I'm thinking like they, they should be lighter, but they're darker. Mm-hmm. And in most places where a lot of snow, sun, uh, snow is, there's a lot of reflection of the snow, right? That's why people, white people but, but, might not be from those areas because the indigenous people or the people that be living there are dark ass people. <laughs> depending on who you who you talk to and who, uh, what you may believe, they they say that, that white people are uh, uh are of African descent, but they're like, you know, they're, they're mutated their skin and they spread it, you know, like, but, you know, like I said, it depends on who you believe. That is fascinating. Really, it really depends on who you believe. Okay. And, do you identify with being Jamaican more or being African more? Either, man. I can't really, I, I can't really call that, man. I really like, I'm a black, I'm an African American dude. I don't know my I don't know where my 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 foundation comes from, if you know. You and any, I do know that there's a lot of people who hated my um my people, you know, my people, you know, like in America, in America, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, I I really be thinking that sometimes. I'd be like, I think black people was here because Native Americans might have been here also. 
but I also think black people was over here like already. And I think that's why it was easy. Like if the idea was people colonized there from Europe, right? Yeah. Did they pick up pe- did they pick up black folks along the way before they got there or did they go there first, come back and then go back? Is that the idea? That's I, I crazy. I don't know. I mean like I feel like I feel like, you know, like I always wonder how like certain things informa- information um is spread, you know. Mm. Um I always wonder what uh, how information is spread. So you're looking at it back then. You're, you're looking at that possible people back then from history of spreading the word that they're that like the reason they chose black people is because they're supposed to be more resilient to, to illness and sickness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was that was at least that was according to the African American history class was like that they that they were resilient on that end. I got a question. And so somehow somehow that that that. Uh, that like was on the, the old school internet back in the day, you know. Mm, yeah. Okay. Like on the the slave trade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, early you know history books. I mean, I only know what we've been taught. You know what I mean? So, and the, the other things I pick up on. But, um, do you remember that era in the nineties when everybody was getting into the you know the African garb a little a little bit heavy? You know, you would see it on, you know, like TV yeah. shows kind of thing. Like, take me to another land. Yes. You know, like, Explain that that era to me through your idea. Looking back at it now, not back then, um, but now looking back at it, if you had to look and try to paint the picture of what it was like back then, because that was in the 90s. You know what I mean? I definitely remember that because people were rocking like the, you know, Africa, uh, you know, like leather map on the chest with the, you know what I mean? Leather ropes. You know, you would see kind of that that movement with uh, more of that that or, or uh, that African pattern look. At least that's how I remember it. And yeah, the music was cross colors and yeah, and the color selections, right? The uh-huh. color selection that people were wearing, and then that was the whole like, understand, man, use black, understand this, yeah. And that's why I was talking about the the circular motion of things. Mm. Mm, that's fascinating. Cross colors. God damn it. Is that back yet, or it's not back yet? Is that back in style? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen, but what? Uh, I've what seen everything else. Back, what was coming out was <laughs> Jinko jeans. Oh, I think those are trash. I never owned a pair of those. Did you? No, but it was like it was always like the like the weird raver person with the long Jinko jeans or whatever. You know, <laughs> like I like I don't think I don't recall like some people who wore the Jinko jeans are like yo, that's like. <laughs> It's like the worst fashion to me. Hey, that's that was experimental for our day. Like when motherfuckers look back at our era, you know how we look at the seventies and the sixties. Motherfuckers gonna look at oh fucking here's the uh, the ninety here's the millennial type shit, and then you'd have that shit, Jinko Jean, you know, bead wearing people like that's what they did. So, you know, so so my friend's daughter, my friend's daughter, you know. I, like I was showing her like Fubu, right? Joking around, I was just like, yeah. "Yo, that's some dope. That's some dope Y two K clothes." And I was like, "Why two? What the fuck?" Yeah. And then I realized that's what they call. That's what they call it. That's that error. <laughs> that error of clothing brand, you y- know, style. Y two K. Y two K. And I'm and at first I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Well, it makes sense," because that was Y two. That was a big deal. 
you know, is that our generation? That and, is and, our generation, right? When you claim your generation, is I that mean, like the I pivotal mean, from, point? From about ninety, I say, I'll say, from about ninety-eight to two thousand two, you can say that's the white who pay brand of clothing where everything was super extra large. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we were wearing garbage bags. <laughs> super extra large. Yes, I mean Missy Elliott was wearing garbage bags. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, when I look at all my old dance footage, that's all I'm wearing, just like some hefty clothing. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, like, why am I wearing my dad's shirt? Like, you know, like extra, extra, extra large, you know, dad bod shit. That was fun. Fun time. Yeah, explain that. Yeah, what was going on in the 90s? That was just a big push on African identity kind of thing. I wonder what spurned that. I don't know, man. I But I do want to say that, like, as the advent of hip hop came up, right, because it was gangster rap from, uh, you know, uh, NWA to to Public Enemy, you know, and then you had some of the other people were like, "Nah, man, we about to talk about some introspect rap or whatever," mm-hmm. and then you had those people who were like, "Let me educate you about where you come from," you know, mm-hmm. and then that's where it blew up, and and we know it a different way because that we're in the hip hop world, so those were big deals to us. You saw the. Mm-hmm the uh the cultural changes for that mm. you know and then you know at that time then you're like you know you have rap blowing up and then rodney king and things like that so it was like people are like you know uh, in, uh, uh incident like that happening like well let's go ahead and try to um let's try to like you know push this narrative to get this through you know mm. um and and i and i'm and i hope i don't say narrative like it's a bad thing i'm just saying like every like even now, go back and watch. If you go back and watch uh, 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 Higher Learning, right? It was not only just about black; it was about women's rights and getting in and someone being gay too, you know. But at that time, that was it, it. Like all those little things build up to where we're at now, and ever so often they come back around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. And it's crazy because now we live in a time where good, bad, or indifferent, we're holding people accountable of things and saying that's not tolerable. But I also think that we're also trying to run people over and not give them forgiveness either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of good to be like, no, we're not going to allow this. But at the same time, don't like destroy someone because of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean that cancel culture shit's like for real, but it's only for real in a space where everything's social media, technically. Because I mean, you don't have people protesting your name in public like everywhere you walk. It's just when you're like, you know, your social media feed, kind of what we're stuck in right now. Just kind of like anything tied to your name that will be, you know, scrutinized. Where yeah, for for how long though? You know what I'm saying? Like oh, until the next for the first, yeah. for the first month until something else comes up. Oh, like, if oh, that. If that the news cycle is like every, you know, three days, every day, if anything, you know, there's always something new that just hops along. These things pass. It's crazy how that works. It's like we're in the news cycle so quickly because we're so information fed and driven. Like the stuff that we grew up on, newspapers and, you know, radio and the TV and then to the Internet. I mean, what we have now is like all those simultaneously happening happening in a million different ways. It's insane how it's just, you know, kind of quantified itself. Cause before we would just be like, all right, 
the radio. You only have this many stations, <laughs> or at least that was in our scope at the time. You know, the newspaper, we only got like the SAC B. You would see the New York Times and then, you know, San Francisco Chronicle would be around. And then TV, I, we started with like eight channels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now we got 300. And that's not including exactly. streaming services, you know what I mean? And, you yeah. know, all the other shit. And through the years, having just so much content where it's like, did we stop figuring out what was happening in, you know, actual day to day life and got more in tune with this, you know, mental world, which is interesting because I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I would always think that we would be living in a virtual world to some degree, but it seems more often like that. Then I, uh, man, I mean, depending on how you look at it, it's just like, I don't know, man, because when you're saying this, a lot of thoughts are going on and, and something actually went down in Sacramento where like it's a big social media hit right now. I don't know if you've been I know you're not on, but so there was supposedly a couple of influencers in Sacramento through this party at uh, and I don't know why you keep throwing it out there, but um, Eddie Murphy's old mansion in Granite Bay. Yep. So you're you're aware of that, right? I know where Eddie Murphy's house is. Yeah. Okay. 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 So so the big deal right now is this this, this particular person uh, who supposedly represents Sacramento has a store, has a nonprofit thing. Um, uh. I guess they and and got paid to kind of do a social media thing to talk about wearing masks through a huge New Year's Eve party. Okay. Right now, I don't know all the specifics because depending on who you say, but they, they uh, a group of the of like downtown Sacramento influencers and business owners were there. It looked about about a, over a hundred people or more, right? And they were all wearing masks. And but there are a lot of them were the same people trying to be like, well, your mask be safe, but they didn't give any fucks about that. And what happened was like any dumbass person who's trying to catch clout, somebody's going to go to this party that you know you're not supposed to be a part of or whatever or not publicly say it. And it's going to record dry snitch about what's going on because they want you to know that they're living it up. You know what I'm saying? And now that's a big deal. And now this person's getting kind of thrown under the bus and canceled. And there's a part of me where I'm laughing about it because, you know, I don't know what's real. I don't know. But when I see the person's IG account and they somehow have a professional photographer for everything they do, like hopped out of the toilet, professional, you know, like a professional photographer, great lighting, you know, getting out of my car, out of my out of my Lamborghini car whatever. So there's a part of me like, like I'm like, it looks fake, you know? But like you said, it's like, it's an online presence. It's whatever. And this person is making a fuck ton of money of doing that. Like, it, if we were going to work for a business, I, to give to give fairness to the people that do this, if we're working for a business, a person who does that and creates a large following, that's that's a, a, that's a, a, a media or that's a marketing person right and marketing people can make get paid a lot of money like how do we market this to someone so this person technically to give them an asterisk you know unfairness they're marketing themselves i just think it's funny half the time where it looks like they don't really do anything other than just being a personality and they get paid hella money you know what i'm saying 
it sounds like you're describing actors like in LA because <laughs> that's yeah who, yeah but, you know what but I mean? like but acting but here's the thing with actors in LA which is funny is like they have to actually go out there and put together a product of like I'm acting on this film you know what I'm saying mm, true. they're they're actually doing a, a physical product that's getting out there but when you you're in marketing I mean that's the thing I don't know what the actual situation is but like when you're describing it to me it's like it's like what the governor did then, right? Like, hey, everybody stay at home, but then I'm going to go out to eat dinner. Yeah, and, and some of these same people were saying, fuck Gavin Newsom, and I did the same thing, you know, and went out, you know, with no mask. Now, now the the from my understanding, Gavin Newsom didn't have this many people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he is also... Ridiculous the governor of california <laughs> exactly but these people who are the the social media influencers some of them make millions of dollars and they got paid by the city to talk also about gavin that. newsom is a millionaire I, I I'm, I'm not i'm not no i'm not like denying what gavin newsom did that's not the case i'm saying the same thing you know i know but i'm trying to figure out how this is more popular than that that's what i'm trying to figure out i've heard i heard about this from two different people today why this is more popular well yeah. uh, one thing is gavin Newsom's situation was smaller and a couple months ago right this is the new hot thing but this was hundreds of people like hundreds of young people getting lit right i think they knew what they were like, doing for sure they had to have known what they're doing it wasn't like a random. Uh, I mean, like a house party. Like, did just people? Yeah, just it was like up? they they rent like somebody rented out part of that mansion and and threw a big house party. You know, but it was was with, it like a with, with like uh, a high with school like, party? You know them high school parties. No, when you no, just... it was a big like with a DJ, all that, and like bouncers with uh apparent like supposedly assault rifles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. The thing, like, Gavin Newsom, well, he's already, I mean, he really kept his, his character. I mean, like, I'm not saying whatever, but he's cheated, right? He's cheated. Like, he's cheated on his wife before. That's been one of the things that people brought up. And the situation he went to was, like, a dinner or something like that was kind of a small dinner, opposed to, like, this has probably had two to 300 people on this thing, you know? You know, it's funny. We there Those stories have been peaking up. I mean, not in our area specifically, obviously, but uh, I remember reading the one in New York and then there was another one somewhere. And then there was also like a, a performance by a rap artist somewhere. And there was like hella people in the venue, too. Like it was the same kind of issue. I forgot. It was like a couple of weeks ago, something, something like that. But I mean, these stories have been popping up. So I'm more fascinated to see kind of how this plays out, because this is the first, at least uh, an instance where you see something like this be like, this is news, you know, kind of thing. This is like news yeah. stuff, but yeah, it's, and what, and it's broken off the, it's, it's broke into the internet or it's broke into social media, meaning yeah, you don't go to TV for this. Like we're going to, well, it's now media. getting on TV because you know, like TV is like behind on stuff now with at least yeah. like the, the hotness and the coolness. And now they're, they're going to have to talk about this because it's this thing going on in Sacramento. Right. And so they're going to try and see, make it a thing. Right. Because they're like, that media is still trying to hold on to their stranglehold of uh, importance. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
because uh, even so, like, I don't believe social media as far as, like, oh, let me tell you the news all through social media, because it's like, who's this? Like, and not to sit there and say the news is credible, at least there's certain steps that you need to do to try to put out the information, you know, because of history of it, you know, like, but I will say, too, like, this situation, um, and I won't say this person's name, but it affects a, a, a particular person that you and I know and went to uh, elementary school with, you know. And somehow that person's um, name got thrown into the group of people when when he wasn't there, you know. But this this whole like woke thing, regardless of how I might feel about that particular person, they just threw him under the bus because he is associated with those people. You know what I'm saying? It, like like either have done business dealings or whatever. Yeah. And crazy. and now it's like all of a sudden it's trying to air out his his grievances with his significant other or ex significant other or whatever you know what I'm saying. Mm. I wonder. Yeah, I need to do my research. I guess like, I want I want to see those other situations prior to this one from other you know states and just kind of see at least if that hits social media. I think it's because we're in tune with town it's going to be more interesting and in the microcosm of our world that that is fascinating i mean <clears throat> but i'm thinking in my head there's probably this has happened a handful of times somewhere in sacramento i have had but it oh, might be with sure. yeah you know what i mean high. like yeah there was uh I, I, supposedly there was one during halloween really you know? in sac but yeah but it didn't get like it didn't get ousted you know what i'm saying like at that time, those people were smarter and didn't post anything, you know? Uh, see, and my thing is maybe maybe at the end of it, they're going to look back and be like, that was the, you know, I mean, <coughs> the fact that this many people are up in arms about it, if, you know, media, as long as we're reacting, that's the, oh, it's gonna the name of the game. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the name yeah. of the game. Yeah, and and like people are gonna love it, right? And so, um, and it's gonna in, until it's hot or whatever happens until quote quote unquote justice is served, it's gonna be in there. But after a while, something new is gonna happen. It's gonna die out. You know, I was telling I was telling a mutual friend of mine where it was like I was like ah, this person's gonna be okay in a couple of months, unless people really dig deeper into some of the other allegations that they're saying that's going on. With this, with this group of people seeing like, you know, um, shady business for a nonprofit organization and, and funneling money out, mm-hmm. then that can go further. But for the most part, you know, um, made millions of dollars. You can technically close up shop and go somewhere else and live off of your residual income. Mm-hmm. Sell your exotic, stupid cars. If they're yours, if that's yours, you know, and then go, go, you can go to another city because you got that money. You, you know what I'm saying? So, because like it's, it's kind of like the Houston Rockets, right? Or not Houston, Houston Astros, in my opinion. Sometimes people do stuff and it's like, well, the you, like they already got paid from it, mm-hmm. you know, they already got paid out from it. They're already raking in the money from that. 
you, you get like you get like if you made like ten million dollars or whatever, for the most part, you're you're Gucci. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, I think it's just fascinating. I'm more fascinated in the idea that the reaction of people on either side, you know what I mean? And it's just how divisive this kind of shit is. You know what I mean? This is super divisive. Like if if we were at odds before anything, this is the kind of stuff that, you know, and not only that situation, but even the current overall situation, it's putting people in, in, you know, certain relationships in peril. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of has those intentions. It's kind of crazy. It's like, I don't really think it is to be blown out of proportion in that manner. Um, I just think people just aren't really talking. And I think people are, you know, really plugged into like, you know, culture as of right now, it just, it seems very highly, you know, uh, what's that called? You mean the the device? What do you, what do you uh, refer to? Like, you talk about how, like, because people react to it. Okay, I was gonna say because one person acts it and one doesn't. I guess I mean because like, I, I'd I'd feel like divisive would be more if if like things are put to make somebody go against a, each other opposed to like a situation where most people are are seem to be like this is jacked up. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, that's like, 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 uh, like, like, for instance, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter against cops, like that. That I feel like is divisive. Like you're trying to set it up to spread, set the two different groups up, you know. Instead of saying like they could be two separate entities, you can still care about Black Lives, you can still care about cops, you know. Yeah, true. I mean, but so then we're just painting people that you know make a living on you know social media then as a certain group of people. We were just singling them out like, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, these people are whatever. Because I'm assuming you said hundreds of people, right? So everybody in that room is supposed to be, you know, this person who I guess makes money off social media. Well, the main person put it together was, and most likely it's the, you know, like my experience with Sacramento, right? Mm -hmm. On these clubs that I can't get in because my shirt's too long. Mm -hmm. It's all the same set of friends and groups of business friends and whatever that mm-hmm. rub each other which most people do that rub each other's elbows let each other get in right so and uh a lot of it is from clout chasing type of things you know um now to sit there and say like yeah i'm gonna look at it differently and it might be divisive if you're gonna tell me that what what gavin newsom did compared to the uh, a full-on party you know like just re- like uh, all that other stuff, I'm gonna say the party was worse than what Gavin Newsom did. Now he does carry a lot of weight because he's the governor. He's a fucking idiot for that. You know that's what I mean? that's he's what a, my argument is. My my thing is like because he's the governor, and the fact that he comes on the podium is like, hey, I am issuing. And mind you, this has never happened before ever in at least the history I understand. There was never this idea where hey, you have to mask everywhere and everybody's like okay that's never happened to my knowledge in american history so for that to happen to fully healthy people and the guy who's issuing it turns around and just goes eats dinner with you know the medical board head of medical boards and all that and they're having a dinner at a you know fancy ass restaurant and they're wearing no mask and they're indoors i'm just like to me that's a bigger issue because he's the guy who is why we're kind of treating this this way, him specifically. 
yeah, there's like a, you know, maybe a federal order, but it's not every state's dealing with this differently. So he is the guy. And the fact that he does that, it almost pokes fun at the idea if this is really what it what he's saying it is, because that's what I'm saying. I think the same thing with the influencer party, like you said, like, okay, if they're selling masks, but then they're having a party with no mask, are they saying this isn't what it is or are they trying to. Like they don't give a fuck about it. Like what is what is the well? I, I feel you know I feel I mean? like I, so I'm not sitting there and saying what Gavin Newsom didn't do wasn't a big deal. I think I think for me, my assumption from what you're saying is that you're putting a more big deal and saying that Gavin Newsom did worse. And from what I see from the Gavin Newsom situation, we don't know we don't know the whole thing about that they walk in there with the mask and they sat down. You know what I'm saying? What is what is being shown is they're eating together with no mask on, right? chilling 